everybody, it's Jared here with Heat Press Nation, and this is the Customizing Culture Podcast. Today I'm joined by a very special guest, Nick from ANN Custom Prints. How you doing, man? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for coming by, by the Thank way. Thank you for having me. Super long drive. That was all right. That was all right. Yeah. yeah. So in case you guys don't know, uh, Nick, you, your operation is based out of? Bellflower. Bellflower, which is just down the 91 from here. And if you don't know what that means, then congratulations. You don't have to deal with California traffic. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So do me a favor. T- tell us a little bit about yourself. For everybody who doesn't know uh, what ANN Custom Prints is or who you are, let them know. All right, well, I'm Nick from Man and Custom Prints, um, print shop in Bellflower, out of my house, um, started in about 2019. Okay. And um, to right now. Awesome. 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 So let's just dive right into the origin story. Yep. So, like, how did you even get started in Custom Prints? Was it just Googling one day? Like, how'd you come across it? Uh, No. So I also DJ. So okay. um, my sister, she's a crafter. Mm-hmm. And I asked her to make me some shirts a while ago. And um, when she made me the shirts, I loved them. Um, and I've always been a guy to buy graphic tees. Mm-hmm. So after she made me the shirts, um, I had my son. We moved out. I needed a way to make extra money. I remembered about those shirts. I asked her, um, teach me how to make T-shirts. I want to start selling T-shirts. She guided me through everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What well, what was her equipment set up at the time? A cricket and um Amazon heat press. Okay. Yeah. And then I, I I know the answer to this, but it hurt me a little bit. What was your first heat press? <laughs> An Amazon heat press. Amazon heat I, press. I don't even know the <gasps> brand name or no, nothing. <laughs> just one of those just just to get you off started off the ground. It had right? a, a a hat attachment, a plate attachment. Oh, a, one of those. It was one of those fifty and one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fifty and one and like two of them work. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't use any of them besides the heat press. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So getting your business off the ground, was that like your main focus at the time? Did you have another job when that happened? Or? Uh, yeah. I've been driving school buses since 2012. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Now, is that still your, your main hustle and t-shirts are your side hustle? Yes. Or? Okay, cool. Yeah. That's funny. We had, and I know, and I know you're friends with Brando. Yeah. Um, so really, really great guy. Can't wait to get him back on the pod. Um, but yeah, he was mentioning that like he, he still has his day job, even though he's probably one of like my, He's a lot of people's favorite t-shirt guy. Yeah. He does great for himself with t-shirts, but he still like has his day job. Is that kind of the, the same with you or is your goal to go full-time t-shirts one day? Uh, no, my goal is to go full-time, but okay. um, it's just hard. Dude, yes. Yeah. So let's, so let's get into that because we, we were talking a little bit before camera started rolling, um, kind of in the same struggle. And I feel like a broken record because I say so much on this darn podcast about like, you know, like, oh, my business sucks, right? I'm, I'm struggling, just hanging out, whatever, right? But like, I'm, I feel like we have like a very similar kind of take on that. So you're a father. Yep. Right? Uh, and you, you have your family. You have your girlfriend. Yep. You have four kids. Two, four. Four. Four kids. Four, four kids in the household. Yep. Right? So you're a full-time dad, full-time worker, and then... Like how do you how do you balance all of that? Um, I honestly have not figured that out. Okay. Yeah, I haven't figured that out. Okay, that's actually a relief. Okay, <laughs> I'm not alone. I've been <laughs> in this four years, and it's it's very hard to figure out. Cause um, I watch a lot of people like Brando. Mm-hmm. I learned everything I know from Brando, Stan, Reyes, all of them. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's very hard with the type of job that I have mm-hmm. because um, I drive for a living. I know some people are like get home from work, spend time with your kids, sleep late, and then wake up and go back to work. I wake up at four in the morning. Oh. 
to go to work. Oh, that hurts. So I can't even stay up late to work on the business. Yeah, you're probably in bed with like eight or nine. I try, but with kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at about 10, 11. Oh, man. But hey, but they don't care if you have to be up at four. Oh, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Oh, man. So you're up every day at four. What time are you usually, you know, getting off of your, your nine to five? Or just, your nine to five, your yeah. four to whatever. Yeah. Um, if there's extra work, I'll take extra work. I've gotten home at 8 p.m. Oh. There's times when I get home at 4 p.m. It just depends how much work there is. Got it. And like back to like was that like field trips and stuff? Yeah, field okay, trips. Okay. Um, yeah, the activity trips at schools. Mm. Yeah, stuff like that. Dang, that's crazy. Mm. So now, so now with all of that, with the family trying to make time uh, for your girl, for your kids, like you also have your custom shop. So tell me a little bit about the custom shop. Like, what are you offering to your customers? Um, we offer. Pretty much anything that we can okay. print. We go from T-shirts to hats to coffee mugs to tumblers. Um, but the main focus I've been trying to do is stick to business to business. Okay. That's my goal. Yeah. I like business to business. So for, for me, a lot of my B2B is uh, like nonprofits and churches. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like where my personal network is just the biggest. And so those are the easiest deals for me to close. My favorite job, and I don't know what your favorite job, my favorite job is selling a case of mugs i because to me like i'm like okay this is gonna take me three hours and it's gonna net me like almost 200 bucks like it's just to me it's just i, I think i'd rather do t-shirts really yes For, oh that's interesting because mugs it's you have to print out all the prints cut them mm -hmm. up wrap the mug tape the mug and then t-shirts lay the t-shirt put the transfer we're done oh okay you know you're right if you're printing transfers you're right i guess okay you're right, because a super color, especially if it's like a super color. Yes, exactly. Nothing's easier than that. Exactly. Okay. All right. You got me. You got me. I'm going to reconsider <laughs> my favorite. So so now you also run your, does everything come through Etsy or how are you kind of getting your jobs? No, I started through Etsy, um, started selling stuff on there. Um, but Etsy, it's really hard. You got to have the perfect yeah. title, the perfect tags, mm -hmm. the perfect description. I'm not good at that stuff. Yeah. So I have stuff on there, but after that, um, word of mouth. Okay, nice. I did footwork a couple of times where I went out to the local businesses, passed out flyers and stuff like that. Have you have you tried doing like uh like Facebook Marketplace or offer up I and have. stuff? I've I had zero results. Literally zero from that. Same. For custom work, yeah, zero results, but for like my own designs, it well that's how I got caught up. Oh <laughs> which we're gonna talk <laughs> yeah, about right. in a little bit. Oh, okay. That that's a great story, you guys. Stay tuned for like a couple more minutes. Yeah, but so so before before we go there, like, how established were you? Because I know, and I know some people watching this are literally watching us to watching this to hear the story about your experience with trademark, getting caught up with that. But first, like, so your your business, how established were you before that situation occurred? Um, I wasn't that established. I don't even think I had to register my business yet. Okay, and now to to kind of contrast, now you're a lot more established uh, on Etsy. I think I know you're saying like Etsy's not like your favorite thing, but I mean you got a five star customer rating. Yeah, it's got to count for something. I'm sure it's not easy. No, it's not. Yeah, what would you say is the hardest part of of running an Etsy business? Um, for me, the hardest part is um listing i i'm not good at okay. words i'm not good at writing stuff like you gotta have the perfect title perfect tags perfect description so your seo could be on point and yeah i'm not good at that stuff 
would you how how do you feel about like in person like let's say you meet somebody and they call, or they call you they're like hey can you like are you better at closing deals like on the phone in person uh yeah okay preferably over text but yeah <laughs> <laughs> gotcha now and then and then throughout all of this you're starting a youtube channel yeah yeah what kind of inspired you to to make that move and just because it's a it's a whole separate thing what inspired you to add to your workload by adding a channel honestly um watching all the guys that i watch like big brando rays okay. and all of them um i don't i wouldn't say i like teaching mm-hmm. i like showing people how to do stuff and then that's okay. pretty much but one-on-one teaching i don't like that really okay. yeah i don't i'm not good at that i get really frustrated yeah <laughs> like when they don't pick Ex- up on yeah, it yeah exactly have you done like one-on-one con- uh, consultations um to my girl oh <laughs> And she <laughs> yeah. she doesn't help me anymore because she's like, you're just yelling at me. It was like <laughs> It's kinda like when your dad's helping you with your homework, two plus two. That's where I, I got it from. Two plus two. That's where I got it from. My dad. When he <laughs> would teach me, he's a mechanic. He would try oh, to teach me something man. with the car. He would yell at me. And yeah. I, so now I know where I got it from. My dad's a patient guy, but yeah, mechanical no. stuff, like my dad's not patient. Yeah. <laughs> my, dad, my dad teach me other stuff, but like not mechanic, not not homework help or or mechanical. Exactly. Help. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just wanted to teach people how to do this because I saw yeah. other guys teaching me for free, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, I could do the same. That's awesome. And then I really enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 So how much now? There's so we're adding different aspects to the business, right? What would you say is the hardest part? Is it getting sales, fulfilling the orders? Or running the YouTube side? Uh, getting sales. Yeah. 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 Same. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a salesperson. Yeah. I don't have, um, I can't talk that good. Yeah. Like, like the, like the marketing. Yeah. And, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. What have you along the way? Are there any like tricks or like shortcuts you use to kind of help compensate for that or? Um, well, that's why I like going through text or email. Cause it'll give me time to um, figure oh, out okay. how I'm going to, what I'm going to say to you to get this sale. But um, that's why I like doing text or email. Okay, nice. Because in person, you're going to catch me off guard. I'll be like, uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much would I, do I charge? Ex- Undercharge exact, people. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so now, so moving forward now, you got you got the channel going. You got the business going. Did you immediately notice, like, home life taking a hit? Or did it kind of creep up? Um. No, yeah, I noticed it because... Um, I know you're a new dad, but that dad guilt um, hits, bro. Yes. My son, he's he's like, he, he won't leave my side. So I'm going to work, coming home, doing orders, and I would stay up late sometimes to do orders. And then my my son's like, I want to play. I want to do this. I want to do that. And you just, I'm working. Yeah, for sure. So how actually, how old are your kids? I have a one-year-old one and a half year old a four-year-old and then um a 12-year-old and a 16-year-old oh okay so then i would imagine you tell me the two young ones they probably don't they probably demand your attention way more than the older ones my four-year-old four-year-old he wants nothing but daddy's (laughs) attention the one-year-old still can't really talk so she's just waddling around but my four-year-old oh man he's just glued to your side oh yeah yeah 
Do you do you plan on involving him in the work? Because I mean, I know four year olds; they can't really do much in the heat press world. Obviously, you don't want them running a press, of course. Um, but like when he gets a little older, you're gonna bring him in. Or? I would love to. The goal for me is to have a family ram business. Nice. Even though the two teenagers don't really show interest, but um, for the two younger ones, mm-hmm. maybe when I work, my four year old, since he can't leave me alone, I'll take him with me in the garage. He'll start playing with my uh, transfer tapes and everything. And, oh, okay, that's yeah, cool. So. Do you make the older? Do you make the older ones like if they want like extra money? Like, hey, you're gonna weed some vinyl. No, no, no. <laughs> they show no type of interest. <laughs> even for even for getting. Oh, hey, <laughs> that's really funny. I ha- I had my girl help me weed a couple times, but she don't like how I manage people. <laughs> so. so so you're a one man shop for now for now for now mm, yeah. <laughs> nice so you're you're knee deep into this well you're wasted i don't know however deep you want to consider you're deep all right yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're deep into this right now if, if you can kind of go back in time a little bit do you think you would have done things differently uh, just just starting the business and managing family and business do you think there's anything you would change about that um yeah i probably would do more research on this whole business mm-hmm. um I would really have to figure out my time management more because I just kind of did it. Yeah. You just kind of dove like head first. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I noticed something else about your channel, which is really interesting, is you post The Struggle. uh, Talking about like, hey, this printer didn't work. I had this issue with this shop. Uh, I think that's really valuable. I... There's definitely a balance. Like, you don't want to like badmouth companies because then you just seem like a hater. But you also don't want to hide these things because you could be saving somebody, if anything, some money being lost. So, like, about your uh, – I, I, saw, I saw the video that you had issues with the transfer printing company. Right. Like, like, can you share a little bit, like, what made you want to share that? Because, you know, we don't all – I mean, I don't share all my whatever issues and struggles. What, so what made you – for that one specifically, like, give us a little insight into what happened and, like, what made you want to share and, like, warn people? Um, so what happened was I had a really large order. It was like a hundred transfers. Um, this company was not local. Mm-hmm. So I ordered it they shipped it, got lost. Um, they shipped another one. Um, but it just took so long to the point where I had a, when you have customers, you don't tell them, Hey, my transfers got lost. They think you're doing the, the screen printing yes. yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I got to find a way to not tell my customer, Hey, these transfers got lost from this other company that I'm ordering from, whatever the case may be. So now yeah. I got to lie, kind of lie to these customers and be like, the shirts got delayed Yeah, in shipping, whatever. Um, so they did that. That was one order. Um, maybe like a year later, I had another order with them, large order. And um, same thing, shipped one, got lost. Um, I kept calling them. Um, they wouldn't ship them. They were ignoring my calls. They were ignoring my emails, all kinds of stuff. And I was like, I just need these transfers. When I received yeah. the transfers, it was the wrong transfer or the wrong type of transfers. Oh, man. I ordered um, screen print transfers. They were DTF. Got it. And if you want <clears throat> DTF, you ordered it yet. But if you want screen print, exactly. it better be screen print. At that point, I yeah. was like, I got to do what I got to do. At the end yeah. of the day, the customer doesn't really know yeah. the print methods. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is not what I ordered. It is what it is. I already lied to this customer and told them yeah. whatever. <laughs> and this was for a school. It's actually oh, the, yeah. the school my girl works at. So they okay. need their stuff on time. Oh, and then it's kind of her name on the line a little exactly. bit, too. Exactly. So I was like, man, this is the second time they do this to me. But just the ignoring the calls, the emails, all of yeah. that, I was like, yeah, I can't let this slide. Yeah. And so then 
So then at what point were you triggered to be like, I got to tell people about it? Because first, there's one thing of like, sure, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my stuff, get my money back, whatever. But then there's like, I got to warn people because this is too much. Well, I think I was just frustrated because okay. as a business owner, I know if I messed up, even though it wasn't their fault, it was probably the sh- the sh- um, sure. the carrier. Um, look out for your for your customers. They didn't offer yes. nothing. They just said, "Well, they're, they're shipping out." Yeah, and that's it. They didn't offer me a discount. Not that I want anything, but it's just the the principle of it. No kind of discount. Attitude too. Yes. Yeah. And so now, and so that kind of leads us to like a big, to me, probably one of the gnarliest stories I've heard in this industry. Uh, and first of all, I want to say, like, I appreciate you being open and sharing it because I think I'm positive you're not the only person that's happened to, mm-hmm. but you're the only person that I know of who's been able to say, hey, guys, like, watch out. Um, so I'll kind of preface, and then if you don't mind telling, like, the, the depths of the story. So, so, so basically what happened, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Nick got stung. Legit sting operation yeah. regarding trademarked uh product and that's it's a gnarly ordeal so if you don't mind why don't you tell us the story a little bit and then we'll kind of dig into the dig into the layers yeah um so and it's funny that you say you haven't heard anybody go through that because i haven't heard anybody go through it to this extent yeah um it was a complete sting operation like what they do to drug dealers right so yeah i'm selling t-shirts i got um a design that says lakers it's in your DNA and it's a big fingerprint. Um, at that point, I had no knowledge that the word that a team's name mm-hmm. is um, copyright or trademark. I just thought the logo is illegal. Right. <clears throat> so I had that up on Facebook Marketplace. Um, this profile of a, of a lady hits me up. Um, they ordered a shirt. They She sent her brother to pick it up. Her brother asked me, do you make group shirts? I said, of course, because they go to baseball games, whatever. He said, come and place an order with you. A couple weeks or months passed by. um, That same lady hits me up that her brother wants to place this large order. And um, so it's that design. The Lakers is in my DNA. Then she did a Rams one and then a a Dodgers one. Mm -hmm. It was about three dozen, four dozen shirts. So I said, cool. I quoted her. She said, that's fine. And then like two days passed by and she's like, oh, can you add the logo like right above the the print? And I said, no, that's going to look ugly. How about we add it on the arm? I didn't want to do it because Dodgers logo is two colors. Lakers logo is about three colors. So I gave her a price for her to say no, but obviously it was a setup. So they said yes. So I said, it's five bucks each, each sleeve. Yeah. She said, that's fine. Do it. Whatever. Quoted her. Um, The day of the pickup. I'm home with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, the brother goes to pick it up. Keep in mind, I've never had contact, actual contact with the brother. Is this lady on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So he goes, he picks it up. I hand him the box. Um, he's looking through the shirts and everything. Once he hands me the money, two undercover cops pull up to our apartment complex. Dang. I was completely lost. And I even told them, I was like, oh, look, there's undercovers. <laughs> I thought they were here for the neighbors or something. Yeah, yeah. So... They come up. To, I'm holding my son. I give him the box. And he's like, can we search you? And I was like, me? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I was like, sure. So then they start searching me. And they're like, do you know what we're doing here? I was like, no. And um, he was like, well, you're selling, counter- selling counter- counterfeit I- items. Mm-hmm. And then um, when he told me that, I was like, this is it. Um, Dang. I'm going to jail. Or I don't. Do, I don't. Do, yeah, I really thought I, mean, I was that's, going. That's really scary. Also, as, I'm just, as a timeout here. 
Like, dude, have those guys been to Santee Alley? <laughs> exactly. You can go on Facebook yeah. right now and type in Dodger shirt. And yeah, I, I think that's the part because cause we get it. I know. And we're going to continue the story. But like, I know, obviously, you've learned. Uh, we, we advise like, hey, don't, don't do that. Right. Because it's possible. Um, but it's like, man, like it sucks when it happens, to, when it actually happens to like a creator, like, you know, somebody in our community, you know? Yeah. It sucked. Cause, um, I was trying to make some money. <laughs> yeah. And especially when there's dude, there's Etsy accounts with like thousands, thousands. of sales. Yeah. I don't know how those dudes make it, but my, one of my cousins, um, she has an Etsy shop sells not, not to, you know, snitch on her or anything, <laughs> but um, she sells stuff like that. And I'm like, you could literally go on Etsy. You could go back on Facebook and there's a bunch of people selling the same exact thing. Yeah. A lot of people told me somebody um, snitched on me. I don't know who. Some people told me that's entrapment. I, I don't know. Yeah. But the yeah, point is they got me. Dang. And so then what happened out? What happened after that? So they come to your house. They, they like literally like search you oh, like they, your person? They, they patted me down and while I'm holding my son, they, they <laughs> patted had, me had, down. You had bootleg shirts in your pockets or something? Yeah, I don't, like, I don't, I don't understand know. that, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But so that happened. How's your son, by the way, at, at this point? In he the- was like one and a half, maybe. Oh, he's a little guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my so god. So it's just Jeez. me and him. So I'm like, man, I was like, they took my phone. So I was like, can I just use my My mom lives on the street. I was like, can I just call her to come pick him up? My mom gets there. She's hysterically crying. And I was yeah. like, oh, man. Me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, man, I, I'm, you, I'm going to jail. <laughs> did she think that it was for something else? Uh, no, I told her. Oh, okay, I told okay, her it was okay. for sure. I, I don't, you know. Yeah, do yeah. I, no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Mexican moms, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you're Mexican. No, so she told me, she's like, what happened? I was like, well, I'm the shirts. And then she just started getting hysterical and yeah. whatever. I was like, just take them. I'll, I'll see you in a bit. Yeah. And then um, they took them. They made me write a report and they wanted to take everything. My heat press. They, oh, they, said, they said anything you used to make these shirts were taking it. I had just bought another heat press for like 300 bucks. Oh, man. Not HPN. <laughs> I, I know. Stab me again. I have no, one now. I have, have one, one now. now. Okay, okay, okay. We're good. We're good. Guys. But um, yeah, I had just bought a brand new heat press, and they were like, "Can we're gonna go search your apartment?" I was like, "Nah." And they're like, "You either give us permission, or we're gonna come back with a search warrant. We're gonna break down your door." And I was like, "I really thought about it. I was like, do I just cooperate, or what yeah. do I do?" And it's all it's all so sudden too. It's not like they like sent you an email like, "Hey, we're gonna stop by, sir." Oh, but when like, I tell you, they had um. They had pictures of my ID already printed. They had pictures of my girl's ID already printed. What? They, it was a whole sting operation. That's a trip. It was crazy. To, for selling t-shirts, not even drugs. I was about to say, I was about to say, like, man, that seems like a lot of effort for some Dodger shirts. But I, I don't understand it till this day. Yeah. But um, since I was cooperating, I went up there. I get I had a Super Bowl had just passed. So I had some mm-hmm. cutouts of like Niner stuff or whatever. And I was like, there's this, you could take this, take all of this just don't take my equipment yeah so they were like since you're co- being cooperative um we're not going to take your equipment um just and this is like the police or just the, the... there's a police oh okay yeah okay. the guy that went to go pick up the shirts was he a cop or he's he an just... undercover for i forgot the company's name um he works as an undercover um to stop counterfeit um, okay sales okay. but um how did he land on me i'll never know that's crazy oh so then i haven't put this out but um I did the report. They took all the paperwork. They didn't give me no paperwork. Months passed by. On, on one Saturday, I go out to check my mailbox. Check my mailbox. There's a warrant out for my arrest. Oh. Yeah. Wait. 
So they okay. Well, obviously they didn't arrest you on the spot. No, they so okay. they didn't arrest me. They took everything. They said since you're being cooperative, we're gonna leave your stuff here. We're gonna take all of this. They took the money and um, that's it. I didn't hear nothing back. They didn't leave no yeah. paperwork or nothing. Yeah. So okay. I go that Saturday to check my mailbox. I see there's a warrant out for my arrest. I said I haven't done anything. What did I do? I called that Monday and um, they're like, yes, yeah, for that one case and i was like they didn't tell me anything mm-hmm. this whole time i could have gotten pulled over and i'm 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 done man yeah so i went to take care of it they wanted to give me um three years probation 100 hours man. community service and um pay back a bunch of money it's heavy yeah that's alley county yeah dang that's heavy so i told them nah i'll, I'll get a lawyer or whatever yeah. my lawyer ended up getting me just 100 hours community service Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But they wanted to give me three years probation for selling t-shirts. That is okay. That to that to me is crazy, especially and this this is what, 2020? Uh, about 2020 around there. Yeah, like you have dudes like robbing Louis Vuitton and then like not getting <laughs> That's a different story. This exact, is not a crime and punishment. Exactly. It's not a, a justice uh <laughs> podcast. It's a t-shirt pop. I'm trying to keep my opinions t-shirt related here. <laughs> Did you see those guys in San Francisco who stole a car and drove it? Off the edge of the, uh, you know that, that like crooked street. No. Oh, they they drove it, it. It they crashed into a tree and like dropped like two stories. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys got they didn't they didn't prosecute or anything. Jesus, California. Cal- California. <laughs> <laughs> Not back then though. Yeah. So man, okay. So then, so finally they they send you the letter. You got warrant taken care. Of, I'm hoping. Assuming. Yeah, you um, still wanted man. No, no. Okay, I okay. went. This was Saturday. <laughs> I went to court that Monday. And okay, the, and um, that's when they told me three years probation, hundred hours community service, pay back all this money. Yeah. So got a yeah. lawyer, hundred hours community service, and paid back like three grand. Wow. So they still, so they still find you. Yeah. Wow. Which is they didn't find me. They just want me to pay back what the shirts would be worth in retail. Oh, and of course they jacked the price. Yeah, up for, exactly. their calculations are magic. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, better than probation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, geez, I'd still be on probation right now. Wow, that's crazy. Yep. And I and did it stay on your record? I don't know if you're comfortable uh, sharing no, that. It got it got um taken off. Oh, okay. Well, once okay, I finished the 100 hours of community service, it mm-hmm. got taken off. It was a misdemeanor, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Well, but see, but that's still, okay, what's crazy to me about that is, it, let's say you hadn't, the judge was, let's say you got a real mean one, right? And they didn't, they didn't take, allow you to take that off your record. That'll stay with you, dude. That oh, could yeah. affect your, your future work history or. For me as a school bus driver, that affects my job. Oh, man. So if they wouldn't have taken off, could you have gotten fired? Uh, probably, yeah. Wow. Yep. That's a that's a lot. And I and I'm sure there's people out there watching or listening saying, "Man, that's a lot of trouble for some t-shirts." I would agree. But because the law I guess is on their side, like what are what are what are you going to do? It's like Yeah, so I still don't get it till this day. Yeah. How it went it, that deep. It definitely as to seems- a whole sting operation. I don't get it. I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever find out. But ever since that day, I said, I'm not doing this. I actually had contemplations of like, I think I'm done with this business. Okay. Because I was like, I I can't do this. Like, um, a lot of the money, we all know, a lot of the money is yeah. in the Disney shirts. A lot of the money is in the sports shirts. Um, tumblers. All, it, mm-hmm. it cut my money by a lot. 
I stopped selling tumblers. I stopped selling uh, all those themed shirts. Mm -hmm. Even now, when I get hit up for birthday party shirts, I'm, mm, I I think about it. Yeah, (laughs) because. I, I don't want to risk it. Yeah. Even even for stuff that I'm not selling, I'm super, especially after watching that uh, video you did with Brando, I got scared straight, dude. So, like, my son's birthday is a Saturday. He loves Bluey. I'm like, we're not printing. I'm not doing no Bluey <laughs> stuff. Like, so, like, we, we have a banner for, for his background, and it looks like, it's, like, cartoony, but I'm there's no way I'm putting Bluey yeah. on there, you know? Uh, it's just for personal use. I think you're fine because I still do it for me. I yeah. print myself well, stuff. So, so I I done it, it. What it did was it inspired me to do a lot of research. And so basically, it's like for personal use, you're probably not going to get sued. But I mean, if you catch the wrong guy, if Mister Bluey comes by and oh, walks yeah. by at the park while we're celebrating, you know, he he could cause some trouble. Maybe. Yep. Mister, I don't know who Mister. One's bluey, but like they're they're in Australia, so they're probably not gonna catch me here in California. But but the point is that like even from what I understand, and like we I reached out to some people to like, hey, how legal is this? And they're like, technically, even your personal use stuff is in violation. Mm. The thing about it is, they're if you know, it's not very likely. And obviously, with you see all the people on Etsy, right? Mm-hmm. Low low odds of getting caught, unfortunately. <laughs> The, there's still odds. Yeah. And then if you're just doing personal, not selling, you're an even smaller target. So the odds are even lower, but they're not zero. All right. So so that's that was my understanding after, after hearing that story. And I'm, now I'm just like. See, but I was so unaware that words were illegal because I thought the logo yeah. was just. Oh, so you know what tripped me out is even colors. Trade that's what dress. they told me. Yes. I so, thought they were just trying to play me at that point because I was like, they're just colors, if you know? Yeah. So there was this one. Um, oh, man. Dug on it. I want to say it was John Deere. Mm-hmm. So, so there was this creator that got busted for doing yellow and green tractors. So because John Deere, they trademarked their yellow yeah. and green. Because it was yellow and green and tractors, that was enough for John Deere to send them a cease and desist and... And like and on and, and all of that. And so it's like, man, even colors. So like Los Angeles, you can't trademark a city name. But right. if you start putting Los Angeles in purple and gold, then you're you're entering that gray area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which to there's me, a line. Just don't cross it. Yeah, and it's a really kind of broad line too, which makes me like scared for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I try to I try to stay completely away. Yeah. It's but it's wild. Turning down money, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you know there. in the custom business the birthday shirts and all of that that's yeah that's money yeah and um, a lot of these birthday shirts are themed yeah they it's, want I, it to I, be I, a certain I yeah. can't do it not not anymore no, I mean jeez no, no. so so let me ask you this so like with and now well first question is all of this behind you you've taken care of everything with this like it's all sealed up now yeah we're good okay I'm so not now, a criminal anymore <laughs> <laughs> so now moving on from that like how did you did you have to kind of rework your whole business model after yeah. that? So how, t- walk me through that. How did that go? So from there on out, I said, it's just, I want to do B2B. Mm-hmm. I want to do for these companies. I don't okay. want to do custom stuff. I don't want to do birthday shirts. I want B2B. But obviously, it's not that easy. I still right, I still got to right. take in the work I can get. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I want to do B2B. Yeah. I And I've seen your Etsy shop. I noticed that. The graphics are a lot more just like general market. Yep. 
Um, do you work with designers? Do you like how like how do you do that? Are you a designer? Mm, I don't call myself a designer. I could make something simple. I mean, yeah, you know Photoshop or Illustrator. Illustrator. Oh, not you, a fan of Photoshop, dude. You know what's funny? I'm a Photoshop guy, and I'm not a fan of Illustrator. I, I hear tr- I hear that from a lot of Photoshop people. I, yeah. I cannot figure Photoshop out. It annoys me. It, I, I, I I use it yeah. for like sublimation stuff, but it just annoys me. I can get the basics done in Illustrator, but I'm just so slow. I'm the slowest Illustrator guy you've ever seen in your whole life. No, that's that's how I feel with Photoshop. Yeah, oh, that's funny. I'm like, oh, this is too complicated. Yeah, Illustrator. I like Vector. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really work with um photos. Gotcha. But I don't consider myself a designer, but I'll figure out a way to get it done. If somebody comes to you and says, like, hey, can you make me a shirt that says this, this and that, this kind of font? Like, you obviously. I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but not nah, design work. I, I try not to. It's so time consuming and people mm-hmm. don't like paying. Yeah. So I try to stay away from design work. Yeah. That's same. why I want B2B. Send me your logo. I'll print it. Exactly. I used to hustle uh, like signs and banners and, and uh, business cards and stuff. Um, and I used to, I did design for a little bit and then like five, you're working with a customer, five revisions later for a $50 business exactly. card order that I'm making $15, exactly. you know, getting paid $3 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that where it's like, Oh, I want it like this, this, and this. So I do it like this, this, and that. And they're like, nah, how about we do this? I'm like, <laughs> Oh, dude, I just spent two hours here. Yeah. 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 But, oh, that's know. funny. So you, so you, so no more graphic design for customers. Depends. Okay. If it's simple, yes. You're talking about full color work and all of that. No. Yeah. You want just lettering? It's cool. I'll do it. Gotcha. Yeah. When I do Chris, cause I do Christmas ornaments. Like, so I'm more active like seasonally. So when I do Christmas ornaments, I'll legit have a template like, hey, you could pick from these five fonts. You could pick from these two backgrounds and send me your picture. See, as a designer, that's one of the biggest headaches I have. Choosing a font. Oh, yeah? Choosing oh. a font. I scroll through all hundreds of fonts and i cannot decide yes I yeah that. i literally googled like like best fonts best free fonts and then i, I just yeah if it look christmasy i pick it okay so kind of taking things back really quick kind of closing the chapter this whole crazy ordeal honestly it sounds like it sounds so crazy until you actually meet somebody who it's happened to um the other day i saw a video of this guy getting a lifetime ban from Disney World because he had an open lawsuit with Disney. He told him to stop selling stuff, and he kept on going. So then he shows up to the park one day. It's banned for life, wow. which I thought, oh, that's pretty gnarly. Thankfully, this whole situation is behind you now. It's in the past. Moving forward, in those early days, right? Like So right after this crazy thing, because I imagine it could be kind of traumatic. Yep. Having a bunch of cops show up out of nowhere, searching your place, got your kid in your hand, mom's crying, like, that sucks, dude. That, that sounds really traumatic. How did you find the motivation after that to stick with it? Because you said you kind of were considering like shutting it down. Yeah, but I needed another way to make money. Because like I said, we just had um, my son, so I needed to make money. And that's yeah. why I just said, it's, let's switch it up and do B2B. Yeah, okay. But I just had to do it. I had no choice. I couldn't quit. There's things, there's things at, once you're a dad, I, yeah. think, I think all the single cats out there like, they don't get it. Like once you're a dad, it's dude, it, there's like a gun to your head. So you got to figure gotta it out. It. You yeah. got to figure it out. And I had already invested in equipment and everything. I'm not going to get rid of all of this. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, so before I got married, I was, of course I've, so I started working here about seven years ago and I, I bought my equipment like right after I started. So I've had my side business printing business for about seven years. 
right before I got married, I was like, hey, I need to up it a notch. I'm going to start Ubering, right? Dude, that sucked. Yeah. I would, I would make, I would, 10 times would rather make t-shirts than drive for Uber. I'd rather make t-shirts than drive school buses. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. so like, so to me, like when it comes down to like, hey, you know, we're going to be a little short this month. I'm like, okay, I know that I could Uber for like, if I Uber for like 10 nights uh, this month, we'll easily clear that. And like, you know, but I'm like, man, I will hate my life. <laughs> yeah. And this is no offense to any Uber drivers out there. Look, I'm not like shading you. I think different people have different tolerances for certain types of work. And I'm like, man, and I, I've had those months where it's like, I could Uber three nights. This, I could Uber for a week. Or... I could just book a couple t-shirt yeah. jobs and then it's like, Oh, I would much rather <laughs> book the t-shirt job. Is that, have you considered other, other hustles uh, besides t-shirts? Uh, yeah, I recently, we got a dog recently. So oh, nice. um, we took him to a, a trainer and then I love dogs. Yeah. Um, I used to watch the dog whisper and all kinds of stuff. So I was like, what if I become a dog trainer? Yeah. I've thought of being a barber, all kinds of stuff. But <laughs> Dude, have you cut hair before? I've, I've, nope. Never, oh, okay. cut, never cut hair. I, I cut my I cut own hair, hair, but I'm bald, so I just shave. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I cut my own hair too. But that's why I always wear hats because it's ugly. Same. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I used to cut the hair for the homies, but I'm not that good. So like, yeah. I, I couldn't. I'd have. To, I'd be like one of those ten dollar barbers. Like, hey, yeah, you get I mean, what you get. What you get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I for sure thought of different hustles, and every time I come I come back to it, I'm like. How many shirts would I have, would it have taken to make this much money? You know? And so I just come back to it. And you know what? I'm a shirt guy. Same. I'm a t-shirt guy, man. Same. Yeah. When you're, when you're, how often, okay, let me ask you this. Test of a t-shirt guy. Yeah. How many t-shirts do you own right now? Do I own? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't even know. <laughs> how many drawers of t-shirts do you have? Two, but they're full. Yeah. They're full. <laughs> Dude, without exaggeration, every two months we'll say I I take like a bag or two, a shopping bag or two of t-shirts to Goodwill. Cause like working, I'm always like always making shirts, always making shirts, and they just there's nowhere for it to go. My wife gets mad, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll get rid of these ugly ones or whatever, yeah. these old ones. Just make them for yourself. I'm, I haven't yeah. bought t-shirts from a store. I don't even remember the last time. Yeah, I only bought. Wait, what am I wearing today? Oh no, this is mine. Um, I've, I think I've only bought like Marvel, oh, like Marvel stuff. You know, if I want like a comic book t-shirt, I'll buy a comic book t-shirt. Um, I think that's it, dude. As far as t-shirts go, like it has to be really super cool. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll pay for well, it. I, I bought from Big Brando. That's pretty much it. Oh I yeah. Bought, oh, like, Brando I bought like two or, two or three of his t-shirts and I have not bought t-shirts. Yeah. If I want something, I'm going to make it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For my kids, if they want something, I'm going to make it. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. Especially now that like my son's growing so fast. It's like, oh, dude, I'm not paying like 12 bucks for a kid's shirt. He's going to grow out of it in a month. Yep. Yeah. So to kind of put a pin in it and kind of wrap the story, like, do you have any advice for people out there? Because look, let's be real. We see it in our Facebook group a lot. It happens. I feel like it happens so much that people get tired of warning people like it's just it's just so common out there but if if you could share because this is your personal experience like this didn't happen to a friend of a friend of a friend like this is like like your this is your life man like if you had some advice for people out there making the disney stuff making the dodgers stuff, the mlb the you know the major league sports stuff like what's your advice to them don't do it 
Pretty simple. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Like, I had a warrant out for my arrest. Don't do it. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like, how how much did it affect, like, your your, your life? Like, I mean. Uh, like you said, it. I was scared straight. Yeah. I was scared straight. Um, I don't want that to happen again. If it does, I don't know what the consequences are now. Yeah. Um, I had to pay a lot of money. I had to pay a lawyer. It's. I could have got arrested at any point, not knowing there was a warrant out for my arrest. It's yeah. just not worth it at all. Those couple hundred that you're making is is not worth it. What what would you what would your encouragement be to like someone like just try something else? Like what encouragement you have for people who are like, okay, fine, I'll stop, but what do I do now? I mean, you could find people on Etsy selling designs, um, unique designs, or there's graphic designers on Fiverr that would design something. Just be creative. Yeah. Oh, okay. So really quick, I said we were putting a pin in it, but you mentioned something right now that, that actually triggered uh, something in my mind. You bought your yeah, designs. Yeah. You bought your SVGs from Etsy, mm-hmm. right? Can you talk, just give us a little bit of insight on that and how that is not legit? Yeah. So I went on Etsy. You could type in Dodgers logo. They'll give you a 50 pack of different Dodgers logos and um, you'll buy it for like two bucks. Mm-hmm. Lakers, anything you you want, you buy it from there. But it it's not legal, right? So so they're ripping people off. They're yes. bootlegging. Yes, and they're just I guess lower risk since there's no handover of goods. I guess I don't even know how that would work. I I don't because I told them I said I bought these designs off of Etsy and mm-hmm. they just wanted me to show them. Um, I guess receipts or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Wow, they did not care. So you could buy them and you're on your own from there. If, the, if that Etsy Man. shop closes down. What's going to stop them from starting exactly. another one? Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, we had, I had one of our, I won't say who here, but one of the guys here, he had his Etsy shop shut down. And I guess because it's tied to your social, you can't get it back. Is it? I believe it is. Or it was at know. that time. So he had, so my Etsy <laughs> shop was dormant. He was like, hey, how much would you charge me for your, for your Etsy? And I was like. I don't know. <laughs> I almost sold it, but I, 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 I'm glad I didn't because I do plan on reopening my an Etsy shop soon. Uh, one day, we'll see. Yeah, don't trust yeah. Etsy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Man, well, dude, Nick, I, I really want to appreciate you for for coming by, for sharing your story, and educating us on like what could really happen in real life. Like again, this is not like a friend of a cousin of a sister of a neighbor. Like, this is, like, real-life stuff. So, dude, I, I appreciate your transparency, uh, your sincerity, and, and all this, man. And uh, now, before we go, though, like, tell people. Let's let let the people know how they can how they can support, where they can get, like, high-quality custom stuff. Uh, so, tell, tell everybody where online they can find your YouTube, your shop, whatever. Uh, YouTube, A&N Custom Prints. Uh, my website is currently down. I'm in the process of bringing it back um and a and custom prints.com um instagram a and and custom prints.com you got to spell out the and oh gotcha you, gotcha you. i know it's complicated <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah that's pretty much it awesome dude well thank you guys thank you thank you so much for for being here once again you guys do me a favor head on over there to all those uh links he just shouted out they're going to be in the description if you're watching on youtube and everywhere else hey you guys know how to spell right be sure to check out nick and his shop nick once again thank you And uh, this has been the Customizing Culture Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Jared Barbosa, joined today by Nick from ANN Custom Prints. Uh, Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you around. Adios.